This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Hello, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. What are the factors that make you buy one thing over another or move in one direction over another? You might feel that you gravitate towards one person over somebody else or even feel compelled to make one decision over another. There are many things at play here, but color is a powerful force that many of us rarely stop to consider. Today, we're talking the ability of color to change our lives, to even help us achieve our goals. How can we harness the power of color? Fatima Shadawi, who is the founder of the Gracious F Color Consultation, is back to tell us exactly how we can do that. That's all coming up here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is Life Beats. With Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Color is such a powerful communication tool that can be used to signal action, influence mood, and even drive psychological reactions and buying patterns. Certain colors have been associated with increased blood pressure, increased metabolism, and even eye strain. Color psychology is so powerful that if we understand how it works, it can even help us to change our lives and achieve our goals to show us exactly how to do it. It's so great to welcome back to the Life Beats studio, Fatima Sharawi, the founder of The Gracious F. Welcome back. Thank you, Sammy, for having me back. So good to have you, Fatima. Now, it is, of course, a brand new year. We're in February, but, you know, we're still kind of, you know, working through what we want for the new year, the new decade. 2020 and beyond there are many of us who are setting goals setting new intentions uh, in mind and maybe it's to lose weight maybe it's to take care of our mental health reduce anxiety maybe it's even to feel more energetic to feel more creative to be more productive or to go after what we want you know there are so many different ways um, that that people want to see change Color psychology could be the one thing that actually makes a difference for us in these intentions and goals that we're setting for ourselves, isn't it? Well, it's very important. I I like to always tell my clients to, first of all, write down their goals. Pick 10 things that you want to achieve for the year. You may not achieve all 10, but when you go back and see, there may be a lot that you didn't think you could uh, achieve that. And the most important thing is balancing the colors during your day in order to balance all aspects of your life. So as you said, a lot of people are like, my intention is to lose weight or focus on work, but I feel a person should focus on all different aspects. So we achieve that by the primary psychology colors, which help us uh, achieve these goals. So the red, blue, green, and yellow are used at different stages in the day to achieve these goals. So our blue is more for uh, our intellect. The red is more for something physical. So that would be what we would wear for the gym. Yellow is more creative or friendly. And green is balance. So this is how you use these on a daily basis to create balance for you. And this is how you achieve your goals. Because in every situation, you have the right colors to guide you in having the right emotion, the right energy to achieve those goals. Okay, we're going to kind of break that down with you, Fatima, because it's, you know, I've received messages from people going, well, do I have to paint my house, you know, a certain color, paint different rooms, different colors, and, and to 
harness that energy. Actually, no, you don't have to go that far. But others are saying, okay, um, color is beautiful. Color is pretty. Yes, it plays a role, but it doesn't really have much of an impact on me. And yet we see that studies show that 85% of people will actually buy something based on the color yes. that it comes in. So just explain to us why color can be so powerful. Well, color can be used in different ways. So it's very important that with the goal that you have. So for example, if it's in your office or your space, you would use it in the interior or on your desk, a certain color that you look at for that period of time to achieve whatever task you have at hand. Sometimes it has to do more with your physical energy. So that is when you wear it. And a lot of the times it has to do sometimes with your communication skills. So you have certain colors to communicate with people. That's interaction with people. So it really has to do with the purpose of what you want to achieve and where you will use that. Mm. And, and so that then brings us into the proportions. You were talking about the proportions. So it's nice to know we can start with the primaries. Easy, you know, blue, red, green, and yellow. Okay, you've got your primary colors. Now, how do we use those when we're talking about achieving different goals? Give us examples of how we can use those colors in everyday situations to achieve various goals. Let's go through them. Blue. Yes. So blue is the color of intellect, as I said, which is communication. This would be a color you would wear at work mm. or sometimes even a color that you want to focus on a certain task. So you would surround yourself with blue or wear blue. It's interesting. You did this actually um, for a, a corporate client because you work with individuals, but yeah. also you work with entire companies to change the atmosphere and, and change what's going on in the offices. Share with us that example. Yes, yeah, so we had an, uh, a company that was a concierge service uh, and it was a very huge office with cubicles all connected, very loud, everybody's on the phone. But at the same time, they always were very tired and drained by the end of the day. So their boss asked me to help them out. And what we did is we put two small squares for the type of work that they do and how we wanted them to focus. So we put in each cubicle a yellow square and a blue square. And what they started seeing, the transformation, was that they started being more creative and fast and actually even more friendly with each other in communicating. And then they were very focused in achieving their goals for the day. So there was more activity around and that broke the gray color that they had around, which was making them lazy. So you didn't actually have to um, change the color of the entire office space. It was pretty much in each cubicle, you were just placing these colors squares yes. in front of people on, at their desks. Yes. That and was they, it. And they were exposed to that for the period of time they needed to be exposed to. Mm -hmm. And this made all of the difference yes. to how they interacted, to how they related to one another, to their productivity. It's quite extraordinary when you think about how much these two little squares, the power of these two colors that, that had on them. Amazing. Yeah. And what I mentioned before is each color has a positive and negative side. So it's very important that you use it for the period of time, a short period of time, because when you exceed it, it starts taking a negative effect. Okay. All right. Even with blue. With all colors. With all colors. Okay. Yes. So with blue, 
What's the kind of the length of time that you should be exposed to that color, for example? So since we said it's a color of intellect and communication, so I would say it would be at work. It would be your eight hours at work. But the minute you are out of work, you have to go into your greens to relax or your reds to have more energy if you're at the gym or yellow to go for your social occasions. So this is how you break it down. That's why it's important to use these four primary colors during your day. Wow, amazing. Okay, so that's blue, for example. Um, let's talk a, a bit more about red. That's one of my favorite colors, if not my favorite color. Um, so how do we use the power of red? What can it do for us? Well, red is a very strong color, so we have to be very careful with it. But we use it, as I said, when we go to the gym or the outdoor activities, if we go to the beach. And on days where you feel very exhausted, but you have to go in and you have a busy day, you can wear red to lift up your energy. Okay. But I wouldn't wear it um, in situations where you're like communicating with people, uh, especially at work, because that aggravates a person. Uh, it's not a color of communication. And when you overdo the red also, you feel very exhausted because it really brings down your energy. And when it comes to space, it's very important that we don't use it in, in, in areas where we're trying to give a calm feeling or relaxation feeling. So sometimes we have some people that have like a red wall in their bedrooms and, and it's overwhelming and they actually always quarrel all the time. Ooh. Yes. So think about that. Yeah, because people think, okay, I'm just going to have an accent wall. Yes. And I'm, you know, just going to put a little bit. But actually, that can have a huge Yeah, I mean, that's impact. great. That's great in the living room because there's activity. But yeah. in the bedroom is a room where it's supposed to be serene and calm. calm. Yeah, exactly. So have your greens in there. Yes. Have your whites. Whites, I, kind of, I, I gravitate blue. towards white when I yes. want. So that's what I'm, I've got on today. I don't know. I've, I've read also that white is all about new beginnings. So I felt like white cream that's what i'm wearing today white cream blue is just kind of okay communication for the blue blue jeans but white for yes for clarity and it's big as we said it's the beginning of the year so we're all very ready and fresh to start something new exactly i like it we have to talk about what you're wearing as well that's very important um yellow is such a great color a great color for productivity and creativity for creativity, for communication in, in a friendly manner. Mm. Uh, it's also very good for your self-esteem. It gives you strength for your self-esteem. And um, it's a very nurturing color. So this is why you can use yellow actually in majority uh, of situations in your day because you kind of break down the intensity of any other color that you are wearing to give it a more softer, friendlier side to it. But however, as I said, too much of a certain color, yellow has an extremely negative effect when it comes to us exceeding it because it will call anxiety, depression, and even sometimes suicide. Ooh. So exactly, it's wow. very important to be careful with your yellows. And think about accents, you yes. know, it, that's, that's kind of a good way to think about, you know, the proportions, right, of yes. colors. Maybe, you know, to have blue, but with an accent of yellow, just to make it pop a little bit. Yes, just pop a little. And what's interesting, if you want to combine two colors, always look at the color wheel, the color you choose, and look what's the opposite color. This is what gives you a nice balanced contrast, even when it comes to the wavelength of the colors. So, for example, purple and yellow, because yes. they're opposites. Exactly. Blue and orange, yes. they're opposites. Green and red which is why you see them a lot together. Yes. They're opposites. That's why they work so well. Exactly. But again, 
I think it's definitely worth, you know, talking to a color expert to think about the proportions, you know, of these colors in our everyday lives, which is why, you know, we're bringing you here today to talk about all of this. Um, Something we're going to be doing on the show is a little bit of a mini color consultation. This is very interesting. That's what we're going to be doing next here on Life Beats. You're listening to Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Talking, harnessing the power of color to help us achieve our goals, whatever your intentions are, color can go a long way to helping you achieve that. Fatima Sharawi is here. Fatima, something that you do is a color consultation. You know, it's kind of, it's worth thinking about having a professional go through colors with you and to show, because a lot of us are not really aware of of the impact of colors we kind of just gravitate towards what we like and it might not be what we need in a certain situation so let's talk a little bit about what a color consultation looks like well a color consultation first of all starts we have to make one point clear that the four color personalities people have a main and a subordinate personality now we decide that due to where the region they come from their features a certain body language and then we go into the diagnostic part so the first half is we ask you general personality questions uh, so we can do a little teaser with your personality all right here we go so, but the first question would be what is your favorite color and why okay my favorite color is like um a deep cherry red okay um preferably a metallic one i like jewel tones i don't I don't know why. <laughs> I actually don't know why. To me, it's like it's deep. It is rich. It is um, inviting. I don't know. There's something beautiful about it to me. And I don't know. I never thought about why. I don't know. But it's always been my favorite color. Okay, great. Now, next question. Uh, what are your hobbies and interests? What do you like to do when you have time? What do I like to do? I love to listen to music. I love to walk. I love to go outside. Um, uh, what else? <laughs> I love to do lots of things. I love to draw. That is something I love to do. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Amazing. And last question, where do you like to vacation? So do you like a beach, countryside, or city? And describe a day you would spend in somewhere new you go. What um, would you explore? It's, is it like I would, I want to do all of those things. Right. I'm okay. the kind of person who would pick everything. Okay. I'm not very, like, no problem. Does that make it difficult? <laughs> no, it doesn't actually, because you've already given me so many hints of what your personality could be. Okay. Okay. So this is how we know from your answers also. It puts you in certain categories. Then the next stage would go is we do a gold and silver test, which is where I call the magic trick, because you see how your skin changes with the metal on your skin. So each group has a certain metal. So some people can only wear gold, some people can only wear silver, and it's also the hue of the gold and silver. So when it is part of your group, you'll see your skin tone is even, your veins are almost disappearing, and there's a pink undertone. But if it is not your metal, you'll see your uh, veins are very prominent and your skin is pale. That's why you see that sometimes when people wear certain metallics. Yes. Like the color seems off in their skin. Correct. Oh, wow. Okay. And then finally, we take your favorite color, as you said, was uh, red. And we have different hues of the red from the four different color groups. 
we put it against your skin. Now this is the same thing, how it reflects on your skin. So if a certain group is your color group, your skin is evened out, your, your cheeks are naturally pink, your lips are naturally pink. And if it is not your color group, you will see there are dark circles under your eyes, uneven skin, and even your body language, you feel that, that color so heavy on you. So your body language also changes when you have that color on. So these are the basic main parts of it. And of course, the, your eye color plays a role of which color group you go into. And what was interesting, what you just said, is I show you the four different color groups. You will naturally tell me, oh, I like this group. Oh, I completely uh, don't associate with this. But when we put that, that um, hue of color from that group on you and you see the difference, sometimes people say the color that the group of color they don't like turns out to be what their personality is so you know the questions when you say i like certain people like to wear a certain color or some people like to only see a certain color not wear it so this is mm. where this plays a role okay so this is the process of a color consultation and once we know your personality we create an entire palette that is personally for you with a color report that says your personality traits careers that suit your personality it um, even determines your career choices. yes it does and also fabric textures prints um as we said the gold metal uh, also certain jewels that um, suit your personality and for women of course it's hair and makeup so it's a full guide into yourself wow okay so you mentioned the four color personalities what are they so that people are kind of aware of of these four color personalities so we have the firelight, which is more autumn colors. Mm. We have the starlight, which is winter colors. We have morning light, which is spring colors. And then we have dream light with the summer colors. Okay. And so where would I fall into, from what you know about me so far, where would I fall into which category? So actually, you would be a combination of a firelight and a starlight. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because... Uh, well, the firelight is because of actually the field of work that you are in, the region that you come from. And the starlight would be your features and also the colors I have seen you wear. And uh, also has to do with the career of how focused, how successful you are. Okay. This is fascinating stuff. I think I need a full color consultation. <laughs> Let's talk about what you're wearing, Fatima. I just love this so much. Your outfit is amazing today. Thank you. Um, you've got this gorgeous abbe, which is like this uh, aubergine purple color um, with an amazing, very colorful uh, lining to the abbe, which I love so much. I love the hidden details. Yes. So pretty. And then you've got this dress uh, underneath, very fortune -y. It's very... Um, it's pleated uh, and it's kind of like this green gray color. Yeah, it's a gorgeous combination. Talk to us about how you were thinking about this color combination. Well, today. it has to do with my mindset. Usually it is what mood I am in. Yeah. Uh, so I have been in a very spiritual mood lately. So that is why I'm very much drawn to the purple. And uh, also it is a color of, I would say, authority and expertise. Mm. And I had to come in to give my expertise. And so I kept that in mind. 
Uh, now the gray blue is a color that um, I needed to relax because I've had a very busy weekend actually. So I needed a color to calm me down at the same time focus for the task at hand. So that is why I, I combined these two colors and uh, I had a touch of pink in it uh, because um, I love uh, emotional love and emotional connection. So I put a touch of pink in it to It's just gorgeous. add on that element. Gorgeous. So, so beautiful. And I love that the way that you, you know, combine the colors, the way it offsets it. Absolutely amazing. But yeah, this is exactly why we're learning about color today. Lots more to come next as we talk the color of 2020. This is fascinating because this is coming from Pantone. It's very official every year. They have the color of the year and we're going to tell you what they've chosen to be the color of 2020 and why. Lots more to come here on Life Beats. You're listening to Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Pulse We are talking the power of color to uh, help us achieve our goals, not just for the new year, for the new decade, whatever you're thinking about. This is a lot more powerful, I think, than we realize. And Fatima Sharawi is here. She is the founder of the Gracious F Color Consultancy. And Fatima, it's interesting. Every year, Pantone picks a color, which is the color of the year. This year, it's kind of almost surprisingly boring in what in what they've actually picked but it's so fitting they have picked classic blue it has a number 194052 this is the color classic blue and it's incredibly elegant it is exactly as they say so classic um it, it is one of those colors that just reminds you of you know that the dusk Um, it reminds you of blueberries, it reminds you of indigo, it reminds you of nature quite a bit. It reminds me of nature quite a bit as well. Talk to us about the significance of this color this year for Pantone. Well, interestingly, Pantone picks it when they observe actually what's going on around our environment, our world, the message that we want to give out for each year. And they chose the blue, as you said, for the feeling that you just described because they wanted to give a sense of serenity and uh, the blue is a serene color associated with water the blueberries associate with nature blueberries are known for being antioxidants so it has to do with uh, nourishment and health so this is the basis why they chose that and the reason for that is due to the chaos currently going around uh, in the world so they wanted a color that would calm people this year And as we can see, like January has been very active with so many things going on around us. So this color really will heal um, the people by seeing this blue, very serene color. Did you well, not feel like that was the longest January ever? Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> It was I'm, just like, what is I'm going on? I'm already exhausted. Right. It's only February. <laughs> right, exactly. So so the main thing here, actually, from even a color psychology point of view, is the color blue uh, gives a sense of calmness, reflection, um, intelligence, which is much needed right now with what is going on in the world. This is interesting. This is from Latrice Eisman, who is the executive director of the Pantone Color Institute. She says, um, as you said, we are living in a time that requires trust and faith. It is this kind of constancy and confidence that is expressed in classic blue, a solid 
and dependable blue hue that we can always rely on, imbued with a deep resonance. It provides an anchoring foundation, a boundless blue evocative of the vast and if infinite evening sky. Classic blue encourages us to look beyond the obvious, to expand our thinking, challenging us to think more deeply, increase our perspective and open the flow of communication. Yes. Something that's quite lacking right now, isn't it? It feels like a very divisive time. Exactly. Mm. And that is why I said the, the Pantone company usually picks these colors depending on what is going on in the world, what is going on in our environment. Yes. This is so interesting. Okay. It, it reminds me as well of jeans, you know, and there isn't a garment, blue jeans, that has been more de dependable in the last, what is it, 150 years than a pair of jeans, right? Exactly. You use the word dependable because that is something that blue gives out, a sense of duty, uh, a sense of trust. And that is why we're naturally drawn to the blue jeans, because it's something we have trusted for so many years. Exactly. It's that constant. Yes. You know, the constant thing in your life amidst all the change. We just had Brexit just over the weekend. You know, you want to feel like there is something that you can hold on to that is dependable, that is going to always still be there. And this blue really signifies it. And it's it's one of those colors that... Um, you're quite likely to have already in your wardrobe. You're quite likely to have in your surroundings somewhere already. You know, it's not like the coral pinks or whatever they've chosen in the past. It's kind of like you really have to look for that color. Yes, it was very difficult actually last year, the <laughs> coral. And many, I got many questions of how do I wear this color? Or how do I use it in my interior? Mm. And uh, it is a tough color because not everybody is comfortable wearing it. Mm. But blue is the most common color everybody likes. Yes. And especially like there's a whole study that majority of men, their favorite color is blue. Interesting. But we have, of course, two aspects. Number one, as you said, it's a color of something uh, of focus and intellect, which is mostly what they look for. And at the same time, it's also a, a color that um, helps them communicate. Mm. Uh, and its color symbolism plays a role because we're associating always that the color blue is for boys, which is not a rule, by the way. Right. This is something that a color symbolism is a color uh, association or idea you have due to your environment, your religion or personal experience that you've been exposed to from childhood. Mm. Um, so this is the two aspects of the blue that plays a role of why it's such a common color that's liked by everyone. So, I mean, having said that, should we be looking to incorporate more of this classic blue into everyday life, into how we dress? Well, yes, of course, because remember the primary colors that we use daily, one of them is blue. This so fits this quite would, well. This would fit perfectly. Yeah. So incorporate it in the way that you would incorporate blue yes. every day. In your work. Okay. Yeah. Um, something that we were talking about a little bit off air is um, black and white. I'm in white today because I just feel like, you know, fresh and, you know, newness. This is what it's about. And normally I don't really wear white. I'm somebody who gravitates towards black and dark colors. This is the first time I've had like a cream or like a white jacket on. It's, it's a new thing for me as well. Um, so talk to us about these two colors or not colors. In fact, they're not colors. Black and white aren't colors. Um, what, are the, what is the impact of, of these two colors? Well, you're correct. Black and white are not colors because black absorbs anything that uh, light actually comes on it. And um, the white reflects any light that comes on it. Now, um, there are two important things about the black and white. 
Now, there's one personality that can only wear black, which is uh, the starlight personality. So everybody else wearing black may find it very heavy because the wavelength of this uh, color is extremely high. Mm. So unless you have a really strong dynamic personality, you can handle the black. Uh, another reason uh, with the white where we should be careful is when you overdo a white, it gives a sense of coolness. Now, in many cultures, as we were discussing, why black and white may be a dominant color that is used. And in the UAE, we've seen that through what we wear, our traditional dishdasha, our abayas, yes. were black and white. And that is where we said color symbolism played a role. Um, it is the feeling that they needed at the time and why they chose this due to the environment they were around. So in the olden days, the women's work was mostly at home. They were indoors, so they weren't exposed so much to the sun. And also black is a protective color. So they chose this to protect the women. At the same time, the white was chosen for the men because they used to, uh, they needed actually a color that was light in the deserts for the days that they would go traveling. So naturally, they would be drawn to a color that makes them feel cool. So color symbolism here is why they were drawn to these two colors as a culture thing due to the environment and the idea of what they wanted to give out. And you have to remember that women wear a lot of color under their abayas as well. Yes. And black covers that quite well. That is true because my personality doesn't have black. So that was the first question I had to my professor when she talked about black. I told her, well, it's part of our culture. We have to wear black. So what do I do? I'll be exhausted. And she was like, no, as long as you wear colors that are a part of your palette touching your skin, you're taking the vibration of those colors. So uh, that is blocking from the exhaustion that you may feel in wearing a black abaya. You just mentioned something really interesting about the colors that are touching your skin because you're absorbing the energy from that color. Yes, that's correct. So your intimate garments, Yes. we won't go into detail about that, but that's actually really important. What color you decide to wear there? Yes, here we go into color therapy, which has to do with the colors of the chakras. So in order to keep uh, a certain chakra, I, I would say active or healthy, you would wear the colors of that chakra. And that is how you would determine the colors of your, your undergarment. Interesting. I think that deserves an entire show in and of itself. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to go into color therapy. I feel like this is the next step. Absolutely amazing. Coming up next, we are going to be talking how we can use color to overcome things like anxieties. This is very interesting. More with Fatima Shadawi next. Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. It's just incredibly fascinating talking color psychology, how to harness the power of color to change your life. And I know that sounds like really, um, uh, you know, really ambitious, but actually this is something that the power of color is is far beyond anything I think that, that we consciously recognize, Fatima, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And there are many ways to treat a lot of things that we suffer on a daily basis through color uh, very simply because um, I've noticed that People naturally are drawn to, um, you know, medicine or antidepressants to cure themselves. But it's actually very simple. It's purely taking the vibration of these colors at the right time. 
Explain to us exactly how that works. So as we mentioned, the primary psychology colors are what are affecting mm-hmm. your emotions yes. here. Now, there are certain situations which, of course, are overwhelming. So, for example, uh, I've noticed that a lot of people who have lost a loved one will be uh, wearing purple for a very long period of time. Now, yes, purple is a color for healing. Um, It's very therapeutic, very spiritual. But if we exceed using this, this causes uh, depression, which you could stay in for a long period of time and not be able to come out. So this is where we use certain colors to pull that person out of that depression. That's important. And, And we look at what they want to achieve. So if somebody needs to get out of depression to continue with their work um, or continue with their relationship with their family or even their relationship with themselves to develop themselves. So this is where we use particular colors. So then we would switch them into the blue for more focus for like three months. Once they have the focus, it's clear what they want to do. Then we switch into what they want to achieve. So if it's a relationship with the family, we put them in yellows. We put them in pink for the emotional uh, healing part. Um, If they want to go towards their their career, depending on what it is, then we use the particular color for that. Uh, If it is something to work physically on themselves, so then we would go towards the red. This is how we break it down. Now, some people come in also having maybe other aspects of their life balance, but there is one aspect that is blocked. No matter what they do, they cannot break this block. The reason is they don't know how to deal with a situation or a person. This is where we guide them to what color they wear when they're communicating with this person. So I had actually a very interesting story. Um, I had a young lady come and she had problems with her mother-in-law. She was like, every Friday when we sit, my mother-in-law keeps on picking on me. And I cannot disrespect her and I cannot say that to my husband and I really don't know what to do. So I told her, wear gray. And she was like, why? So I told her, gray makes you disappear and she will not pay attention to you. So um, she went on, the weekend came, she actually messaged me on a Friday. She's like, I'm really sorry, but I can't believe what happened. She did not speak to me one word the whole uh, evening uh, to the point that some t- uh, I actually felt ignored. <laughs> it was so, exactly, had the exactly the effect. Exactly the wanted. effect she needed. So it depends. So here it is the communication part. So some people also, as we said, some people are very authoritative, um, very scary to talk to. But you need the confidence. So you'd wear the blue to give you the confidence, to give you that authority. But keep an open communication. Mm-mm-mm. So it depends on what kind of your psychological emotional state is and what you want to achieve. So if you're dealing with something like anxiety, for instance, what would you be doing there? For anxiety, we would use the color green and the color pink. The green because it's a calming color, um, it's a reassuring color. Pink would be for the emotional uh, balance and it's also a very nurturing color. So this is where you get these two. But it depends to what extent you want. If, if maybe your anxiety is only to calm down, then you would only wear green. What if you hate pink? 
<laughs> That's when you would go to the green <laughs> if you hate pink. <laughs> would you do pink and green at the same but time? You see, the pink also, it is the hue of pink that matches your personality. So normally when you say pink, people think of this bubble, bubble gum or Barbie right. doll kind of pink. But actually, no. Like for, for your group of colors, your pink would be ex- an extremely light pink or a fuchsia bright pink. Oh my God, you so spot on with the fuchsia. Yes. That is definitely a pink I can go down with. Exactly. Yeah. So you would go with the pink that is part of your palette. Mm, I like that. That would definitely open things up for me. Um, Let's kind of talk a a little bit um, because I was saying to you about uh, wearing black and sometimes it's it's nice to wear black to kind of just disappear or wearing black things like black leather jackets feeling like you know I like that. I, I, I like the idea of a feeling it kind of gives me this confidence sometimes when I do wear that because I love them Um, and it just you know feels a little bit edgy it's kind of you know I might wear it with jeans or something like that but um, you said don't overdo it with the black Yes, actually, black is not a color that makes you disappear. Uh, Black is a color that brings a lot of attention to you because black is a very authoritative color. However, the problem with black is that it blocks communication. So the person will give you the respect, but they would be intimidated by you. Mm. And another reason why we associate black with, as you said, edgy, sophisticated, is we should thank Coco Chanel because she used color symbolism. She actually brainwashed us to think that black is a color that makes you powerful, sophisticated, and dynamic. So this is why we have this association with the color black. And one last thing about the color black, people think it's a a color that makes you thin. Actually, it isn't. Any dark color will make you look thin. It could be any dark color. You don't have to go black. Yeah, so it could be like a dark navy, a dark burgundy, aubergine. Your color, I'm just so in love with the color you're wearing today, Fatima. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's always a fascinating discussion with you. Thank you. Thank you, my pleasure. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.